The Old Testament reading for this, the third Sunday in Lent, comes from the prophet Ezekiel, the 33rd chapter. So you, son of man, I have made a watchman for the house of Israel. Whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning from me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his way, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity. But his blood I will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from his way, and he does not turn from his way, that person shall die in his iniquity, but you will have delivered your soul. And you, son of man, say to the house of Israel, Thus have you said, Surely our transgressions and our sins are upon us, and we rot away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, As I live, declares the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? And you, son of man, say to your people, The righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him when he transgresses, and as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall by it when he turns from his wickedness. And the righteous shall not be able to live by his righteousness when he sins. Though I say to the righteous that he shall surely live, yet if he trusts in his righteousness and does injustice, none of his righteous deeds shall be remembered. But in his injustice that he has done, he shall die. Again, though I say to the wicked, you shall surely die. Yet if he turns from his sin and does what is just and right, if the wicked restores the pledge, gives back what he has taken by robbery, and walks in the statutes of life not doing injustice, He shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the sins that he has committed shall be remembered against him. He has done what is just and right. He shall surely live. Yet your people say, the way of the Lord is not just, when it is their own way that is not just. When the righteous turns from his righteousness and does injustice, he shall die for it. And when the wicked turns from his wickedness and does what is just and right, he shall live by them. Yet you say, the way of the Lord is not just. O house of Israel, I will judge each of you according to his ways. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. O come, let us fix our eyes on Jesus. Who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. Epistle reading comes from the first letter of Paul to the church in Corinth, the 10th chapter. I want you to know, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank from the spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Christ. Nevertheless, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things took place as examples for us, that we might not desire evil as they did. Do not be idolaters as some of them were, as it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. We must not indulge in sexual immorality as some of them did, and 23,000 fell in a single day. 
We must not put Christ to the test as some of them did and were destroyed by serpents, nor grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happened to them as an example, but they were written down for our instruction, on whom the end of the ages has come. Therefore let anyone who thinks that he stands take heed, lest he fall. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. And this is the word of the Lord. We rise for the reading of the gospel. The Holy Gospel comes to us according to St. Luke, the 13th chapter. There were some present at that very time who told Jesus about the Galileans, whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And he answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them. Do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And he told this parable. A man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. And he said to the vine dresser, Look, for three years now I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and I find none. Cut it down. Why should it use up the ground? And he answered him, Sir, let it alone this year also, until I dig around it and put on manure. Then, if it should bear fruit next year, well and good. But if not, you can cut it down. And this is the gospel of our Lord. This morning we are blessed to have our two confirmands this year coming forward to profess their Christian faith. This has been a long-standing tradition in the Lutheran Church, where the confirmands come forward not as a final exam or a way to show just how good they are at memorizing things, but rather as a way to profess their Christian faith before the congregation, boldly proclaiming what they have studied over the last few years. In our Old Testament reading today, It was interesting that God warns that we are to warn others of their sin. And when we refuse to do so, we imperil ourselves. In the epistle reading, Paul warns us not to take part in the sinful ways of the world. And in the gospel reading, Jesus calls those who are present to repent rather than just accuse others of being worse than they are. In each of these cases, the three people who were proclaiming to the world were saying things that were very confrontational things that were unpopular. They were professing their faith in God's word rather than the ways of man or the logic that man had come up with. Our world will oppose us in our Christian faith, but it is our duty as Christians to continue standing firm in this faith. But it's more than just the law, more than just telling people that they are sinners, more than just saying, you need to be a better person. We have the opportunity to proclaim the free gift of eternal life through the cross and empty tomb of Jesus Christ. We are given the honor of bringing the word of God himself into the lives of those around us through what we say and what we do. For the last four years in catechism class and for many more through their Sunday school and church attendance, 
These two confirmands, Avery Caspery and Kaylin Huseman, have been studying that word and the Christian faith that it works within us. Today, in preparation for their entrance into this congregation as communicant members through confirmation of their faith, they have the opportunity to profess what they have studied and what they believe. This is not a final exam. This is practice for putting their faith into words before others. And as nerve-wracking as today might be for them, it will never be easier. Because today, you guys are surrounded by your brothers and sisters in Christ who share your faith, who share your values. The world does not. Today, nobody is going to boo your answers. At least they better not. (laughs) But for the rest of your life, people will. People will say that you're wrong. People will say that you need to stop saying these things. But as you put your faith into words, as you live out your faith and your actions, it's not just your doing. It's not any of us. The Holy Spirit works within us, giving us the answers that we may need, leading us to live according to God's word, sanctifying and keeping us in the one true faith. And so, Kaylin and Avery, please step forward and give witness to your Christian faith as you answer these questions. You may notice that they are indeed holding the answer sheets. Memory is not a requirement to be a member of the Lutheran Church. It's nerve-wracking to be up here, isn't it? And they know these answers very, very well. But under these conditions, it's very easy to slip and forget. And so they are allowed to use these to look at them. They won't be reading all of the answers, will they? That is correct. But yes, they have already completed all the requirements for the confirmation. This is just a joyous opportunity for them to share that good news with you. Kaylin, what is the first commandment? You shall have no other gods. Avery, what is the second commandment? You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Kaylin, what is the third commandment? Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Avery, what is the fourth commandment? Honor your father and your mother. And Avery, what is the fifth commandment? You shall not murder. Kaylin, what is the sixth commandment? You shall not commit adultery. Avery, what is the seventh commandment? You shall not steal. Kaylin, what is the eighth commandment? You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. And Kaylin, what is the ninth commandment? You shall not covet your neighbor's house. Avery, what is the tenth commandment? You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And both of you, what is the Apostles' Creed? I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And what is the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Very good. Avery, what does Ephesians 2, verses 8 and 9 tell us? For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not by your own doing, but through the works of God, so that no one may boast. And Kaylin, what does John 3.16 tell us? For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And Kaylin, what does Romans 6.23 tell us? For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Very good. Avery. Which book is the source of all Christian doctrine? The Bible. Kaylin, what are the two parts of the Bible? The Old and New Testament. Avery, who wrote these testaments and what languages were used? The prophet, prophets wrote the Old Testament in Hebrew, and the apostles and evangelists wrote the New Testament in Greek. Good. And Avery, what are the two major doctrines of the Bible? Law and Gospel. Kaylin, what does the law tell us? The law tells us what we are to do and not to do. Avery, what does the gospel tell us? The gospel proclaims the good news that Jesus Christ has saved us from sin, death, and the devil. Kaylin, how are you saved? Through God's grace alone by my faith in Jesus Christ. And Kaylin, what is faith? The Bible tells us that faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Good. Avery, what is saving faith? Believing with your whole heart that Jesus Christ has saved you from sin, death, and the devil. And Avery, from where does faith come? Faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. It is only the power of God's word that brings about faith. Very good. Kaylin, what is the Trinity? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, three distinct persons and one divine being. And Kaylin, how many religions are there? There is two. The truth of Christianity as revealed in the scripture and all other religions are false. Very good. Avery, what are the two tables of the law? Commandments 1 through 3, my duty to God, and 4 through 10, my duty to others. Kaylin, what is the sum of God's law? Love is the fulfilling of the law. And both of you. Is there any hope of being saved by your own doing of the law? Not at all. Avery, what are the three uses of the law? Curb, mirror, and ruler. And Kaylin, how does the law act as a curb? The law keeps a believer from gross sin by reminding us of the consequences and transgression of God's word. Avery, how does the law act as a mirror? It shows us our sin and our need for a savior. This is how the law is a primary use of the law in us Christians' everyday life. Very good. Kaylin, how does the law act as a ruler? The law shows us how we should live a God-pleasing life even while we know we can never fulfill the law perfectly. Avery, how many articles are there in the creed and of whom does each speak? There are three. The Father and creation, the Son and redemption, and the Holy Ghost and sanctification. And Avery, what are the two natures in Christ? Human nature and divine nature. Kaylin, why was it necessary that Jesus be true man? 
It was necessary that he be true man to die on the cross and save us of our sins. Avery, why was it necessary that Jesus be true God? It was necessary that he be true God for a complete and perfect sacrament for all mankind. Kaylin, what do we say the Holy Spirit has done for us? The Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, and sanctified me and kept me in true faith. Good. Avery, what is prayer? Talking to God with heart and lips or just heart. Kaylin, to whom should we pray? Um, only to the true God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And Kaylin, what should we ask of God in our prayers? We ask for spiritual and material blessings. Very good. Avery, how should we pray? We should pray to God in firm confidence. Avery, how many sacraments are there? And name them. Two, the Lord's Supper and Baptism. Kaylin, what are the benefits of holy baptism? Forgiveness of sins, life and salvation, and baptism we put on Christ and become God's child. Avery, how can water do such great things? It is not the water, but God's word, which is in the water. Kaylin, who is to be baptized? All beings, young and old. And Avery, what is the office of the keys? The office of the keys is the unique church power God has given his church on earth. Good. Kaylin, what power is this? The power to forgive sins of penitent sinners and to retain the sins of impenitent sinners. Avery, in whose name does the minister forgive our sins? In the name of God. Kaylin, how are we to regard the forgiveness we receive from the minister? We are to regard it as if we received it from God himself. For it is... For it is given by his authority and in his name. Very good. Avery, what is present in the Lord's Supper? In, with, and under the bread and wine, we receive Jesus Christ's body and blood to eat and drink. Good. Caleb, what are the benefits of the Lord's Supper? Forgiveness of sins, life and salvation, and strengthening of our Christian faith. Avery. How can such eating and drinking do such great things? It is not the eating and drinking, but the words forgiven and shed for you for the forgiveness of your sins. And both of you, what must we do before communion? We must examine ourselves as the scripture tells us. Do I repent of all my sins? Do I believe in Jesus as my Savior? Do I believe that I receive his true body and blood for the the forgiveness of my sins? Do I intend to amend my sinful life by the power of the Holy Spirit? And both of you, excellent job. Give them congratulations. What a blessing it is to have them in classes. What a joy it is to see the youth of our congregation growing in their faith professing that faith, not only in their classes and here in questioning and confirmation, but all throughout their lives, sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with others, bringing that light of Jesus into this world of darkness, death, and sin. 